Hey everyone, thank you for tuning into the first episode of my podcast, Choosing Joy. I'm excited to be on this growth journey with you, and I'm looking forward to all the things we'll learn together. I started this podcast because I'm passionate about people, growth, and potential. I want to see you achieve the best version of yourself, and I want to see you overcome. To me, the act of choosing joy is deciding to operate from a position of strength in life. That's right, joy is a decision. It isn't based on circumstances or fleeting emotions that change on a day-to-day or hour-by-hour basis. It's that constant source of inner strength that allows you to rise up when you fall. And you will fall, many times, but there's resilience in picking yourself up again. Choosing joy demonstrates hope, optimism, and goes far beyond just a mindset. It's a powerful, life-transforming tool available to you and me. I invite you to seek it out and leverage it. We'll discuss how over the course of this season. Today, I'm going to discuss the topic of gratitude. Gratitude is an incredibly important facet of choosing joy. Let's zoom in on this and see how an attitude of gratitude can help you unlock greater joy. Before we get started, I want to tell you a little bit about me. So, where to start? Well, my name is Michelle Yaboa. I'm a daughter, a sister, a friend, and a proud auntie of three. I grew up in Geneva, Switzerland, and spent the last decade in the United States where I lived unforgettable years of growth and adventure. In fact, I'm going to give a little shout out to New York City, one of the best cities in the world, which I hold near and dear to my heart. My parents are from Ghana, and so my home has always been a beautiful blend of languages, culture, and stories. Other than the people and the places that shape me, my faith in God has also made a huge impact on who I am today. It's impacted the way I view life, relationships, challenges, and victories. But more on that later. So what's this thing called gratitude? I see it as a state of thankfulness and gratefulness. It's not focused on tomorrow's worries or yesterday's disappointments. It's focused on today, and it says, I'm content and I'm satisfied with where I am right now. Gratitude doesn't focus on lack or what you wished you had. It appreciates what you have in your hands today. Another aspect of gratitude that I love is that it's not me-focused. It acknowledges the contribution of someone or something into your world. Everyone has something to be grateful for. What are you grateful for and why? You might ask, why does gratitude even matter? Well, for starters, its benefits can be found in research. Studies conducted by Harvard and Berkeley University suggest that gratitude actually makes you happier. It improves your health, your relationships, and your ability to deal with adversity. Moreover, research indicates that gratitude inspires people to be more generous, kind, and helpful. Wow, right? Wouldn't expressing a little more gratitude each day make this world a better place? It's scriptural advice, too. In the book of 1 Thessalonians, chapter 5, verse 16 to 18, We're encouraged to rejoice always, pray continually, and to give thanks in all circumstances. Al-caveat, in all circumstances and not 
for all circumstances. Sometimes we do get into really sucky situations and we're not going to be happy about it, let alone grateful for it. Maybe your car got towed or you're behind on rent or you got your wallet stolen. No bueno. Those situations are not fun. But don't forget to breathe and to give yourself a little grace in those moments. Because even when you feel like it's game over, there's something to be thankful for. Let's reverse the scenarios I just mentioned. My car was towed. But thank God it was not stolen. I was behind on rent this month. But I have a plan now and I'm going to be a lot better about it next month. They got my wallet, but they didn't get my phone. Hey. Some of you might call this seeing the glass half full instead of half empty. Let me give you three practical ways to start experiencing more gratitude today. One, keep a gratitude journal. For a long time, my gratitude journal was simply the notes section on my phone. It doesn't matter what your journal looks like. It can be on your mobile device or it can be a physical journal. Start writing down what you're grateful for and count your blessings. It's a great way to remember, stay grounded, and to keep perspective. Isn't it all too easy to forget otherwise? I was going through a tough period mid last year and my roommate at the time gifted me with a journal. It was pocket-sized and pink. She might have noticed my initial reticence to accept it at first. She responded with a gentle smile and encouraged me to start journaling. I've since found an interest in writing and even find it somewhat therapeutic. When I read back and reflect on my storms in 2019, there have always been people or circumstances that have allowed me to find my way out of these storms. Those are the things to be grateful for. Two, prayer, meditation, and mindfulness. Whether you're spiritual or not, this is an incredible way to tap into the feelings of gratitude. As a Christian, I try to find a few minutes in my day to thank God, whether that's for another day of life, a roof over my head, or the beautiful life experiences I've had around the world. When I lived in New York City, I would find myself caught in the hustle and bustle of city life. The sounds of busy streets, sirens, and people filled the air. I could barely keep up with my schedule, which was jam-packed with things like demanding work commitments, double-booked social activities, or even my daily commute on the subway. I could barely hear myself think. I literally could not hear my own thoughts. Setting boundaries was going to be fundamental in regaining my sanity, but I lived for the quiet moments when I returned home in the evenings. I would prepare a bath, light a candle, and turn some music on. These quiet moments were delightful. They were healing and would allow me to reset for the next day. Over the years, the practice of prayer and meditation has significantly helped me maintain peace and improve my thought patterns. Three, express it. It's as simple as that. Find two or three people in your world that you're grateful for and tell them. Write them a note, give them a call, or even better, meet them face-to-face -face over coffee. Recall a moment in time when they said or did something memorable for you. Be specific. You'd be surprised. 
but doing so will bring more depth and candor to your relationships. On the evening of January 26th, my brother ran up the stairs to come find me. Michelle, he exclaimed, did you see the news? He looked panic-stricken. Kobe Bryant just died in a helicopter accident. My heart sank. My brother is a huge basketball fan, and I always admired Kobe for being one of the greatest NBA players of all time. Later that night, I learned that his daughter Gianna had also been in the accident. In that moment, I was reminded of the fragility of human life, that tomorrow isn't guaranteed, and that family was everything. I picked up my phone to send my dad a text. I told him I was grateful for him and that I loved him lots. He responded to my text with a FaceTime call. I answered and smiled back at his beaming face. Sometimes a little goes a long way, even if it's a three-word text. All right, are you ready? One, two, three, go. Give gratitude a try this week. You'll start to see your perspective change. That's a wrap for now. On my next episode, I'll be talking about self-identity, finding it, and the role it plays in finding joy. Thanks again for tuning in, and don't forget to subscribe to Choosing Joy. Choosing Joy.